Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartinized. Today's episode, Supreme Decisions. We're about to start fighting over who our next Supreme Court judge will be, and it occurred to me that all I have to do is leave out the names, and not only will this podcast be reusable for any Supreme Court judge nominated by our current president, but probably for any judge nominated by any Republican president for the next 20 or 30 years. The big question, of course, is abortion, and this judge has spoken out against it many times in the past. Conservatives insist that it's wrong to pick a single issue and use that to decide whether someone should be a judge or not. But abortion really isn't a single issue. It's a whole bunch of different, very important issues all rolled into one. Beyond the issue of abortion is the issue of Big Brother. A woman faced with an unwanted pregnancy has a very important decision to make, one that no matter which way she decides, is going to profoundly affect her for the rest of her life. Should that decision be made by a bunch of politicians in Washington whose primary goal is to keep their 100% rating with the Christian coalition? Or should the individual most affected be allowed to make that decision? It goes right to the heart of Big Brotherism, and a judge who opposes choice is casting a vote for Big Brother. There's also the issue of the will of the people. In any fairly conducted survey, 70% of Americans think that a woman should have the choice of having an abortion in a safe environment. The other 30% believe that her choices should be limited to bringing an unwanted child in the world or risking her life in a back alley abortion. Since the people have very clearly spoken on this, should they be ignored? If a judge is anti-choice, then he thinks, yeah, yeah, they should be. The will of the people isn't nearly as important as the will of the government. But the biggest issue, at least from my point of view, is the separation of church and state. Virtually everybody who opposes abortion does it on religious grounds. And the people who are the most adamant, the people who are out there with the signs and are really marching and screaming at women... They're almost exclusively far, far, far right fundamentalist Christians. Do we want to make their fundamentalist religious belief a law of the land? From where I stand, anyone who wants to take choice away from women has no respect for the separation of church and state. Well, enough about that issue. Let's look at some other issues. We're constantly told that we can't apply a litmus test. A litmus test is a bad thing. A litmus test is wrong. A litmus test, of course, is when you apply a chemically impregnated strip of paper to the judge and see if he comes back a red state or a blue state. But I think we already know which color this guy is, so there's really no need for a litmus test. But how about we give them a job interview? Most job interviews that I've been on, they ask you questions about what you would do in a hypothetical situation. 
But you can't really do that with a judge, because if you give them a hypothetical case, then in the future, when something similar to that comes up, he's going to have to recuse himself because he can no longer pretend that he's going to approach it objectively. So, okay, you can't give him a hypothetical case. But another thing that's part of every job interview is tell me about something you did in the past. We could apply this to the judge very easily and say, okay, here are some past Supreme Court decisions. What's your take on them? How would you have ruled on them? Was the majority right? Was the majority wrong? Was the ruling right for the wrong reason? You keep them busy for a long time on this. For instance, the recent decision that says that even if something never crosses state line and isn't bought or sold, the federal government can still use the Interstate Commerce Clause to regulate it. How about the New London decision, which effectively abolished private property all across the United States and may very well be the worst decision since Dred Scott, if not the worst decision ever by the Supremes? What does he think of that? How would he have voted on that and why? Be specific. Give him case after case after case and let him explain how he would have voted and why he would have voted. There's certainly nothing wrong with that. It's part of any other standard job interview. And then, of course, for the final bit of the job interview, you could ask him some of the dopey questions that are prevalent in most other job interviews. Maybe you could trip him up with that. Maybe that would be enough to disqualify him. Ask him, where do you expect to be five years from now? Maybe, if we're lucky, he'll answer with something stupid like, Well, it's 10 o'clock, so I'll probably be taking a shower. That's it for this episode of Quick Hits. If you learned a little something, if you can see something from a slightly different point of view, even if you can just understand a different opinion without necessarily agreeing with it, congratulations, you've been smartenized. Hey, drop me a line. Let me know if you love this or hate this. Stop by DaveHit.com. That's spelled with two T's. you find my email address there as well as in the tags of this MP3 file. Let me know what you think or give me a call at 206-203-4488. And as always, cast a vote for Quick Hits on Podcast Alley. Put us in your favorites at the Podcast Pickle. Subscribe to us in iTunes. Do whatever you can to help get the visibility up just a little bit. Because the more people that get smartenized, the less stupid people you'll have to deal with every day. And if you're a podcaster, stop by podcastpeers.org for a new award that we're putting together that I think is going to be very, very cool. As always, never forget that the Quick Hits Podcast is a journal of one man's opinion and therefore should not be taken too seriously. 